is a Bramble Jam podcast. Hi, I'm Bran, and I love classic Hallmark Christmas movies. Hey, it's Panda, and I like classic Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Dan. I despise classic Hallmark Christmas oh. movies, and this is, is the Deck, Deck the Hallmark, Hallmark Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Deck the Hallmark. You know what my favorite part of today is, aside from the fact that it's Friday, weekend starting early, get it going, is that I drank over half of Panda's Diet Coke. He didn't notice. Oh... <laughs> It did feel a little light now that you say it. You know, I hey, we were all post-vaccination here. I'm just letting you know, we've all had our vaccinations. Yep. Both of them, we're, we're doing great we over here. We suffered through it. We, we powered through right. it. Get vaccinated. Please do. Absolutely. Do it. <laughs> hey, we have a lot of fun here on Deck the Hallmark. Um, and uh, the two things you need to know is, uh, one, get vaccinated. And two, frontline workers. If... <laughs> If it weren't for you out there, nurse working uh, working the night shift, we have actually a group of nurses. I'm not making this up. Uh, come come back to me. This is a true story. Uh, come back to me in a second. Talk. Okay. Vamp. Okay. I'll Brand vamp. vamp. So far, all you've given us is that there's a group of nurses, and I, I'm excited to see where it goes. I met her. <laughs> uh, we're talking Annie Close coming to town. Guys, if you have a classic Christmas movie uh, from Hallmark that you're wanting us to watch, let us know. We need as many as we can get because Christmas in July is coming right up as well, mm -hmm. and we're going to go into overdrive with these Christmas movies, uh, which I'm very excited about. For, for, for Christmas in July, are we, doing, are we still doing Wind Calls the Heart? Oh, boy. I don't want to so. I don't want to talk. What if we did all the movies? <laughs> all the Wind Calls the Heart Christmas movies? Out of order? That's what got us in the pro trouble in the first place. I don't really care about the trouble. Thanks for vamping, Brand. Uh, the ladies at the uh, Roxanne and all of her colleagues at the Cleveland Clinic Surgical Unit in Cleveland, Ohio. Thank you for your work and thank you for listening to that. They all listen to Deck the Hallmark. Amazing. No, they, they're they're listening. <laughs> that seems they say they really love the banter between the three of us, and uh, they make our we, we make their day, especially on the drive homes from work. Oh, they're first responders <laughs> okay, at the hospital, Cleveland Clinic Man, Surgical awesome. Unit, Cleveland, Ohio. Roxanne and all of your colleagues, thank you for listening. But more importantly, thanks for doing the hard work. Seriously, that we have a really lot of amazing. fun here on Deck the Hallmark. But you guys are doing it. Yeah. That's Oh, thank really you. There's a surgeon out there, cut, 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 giggle. And he's, like, he's like, scalpel, that rig Dilby <laughs> is a character. He's wild. <laughs> Whenever the boys say they see him in concert, I don't think they have. <laughs> Such a That's right. <laughs> Yeah. Cotton swap me the crystal dance, son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I need more swaps. I need more swaps. <laughs> you know, most of the time they're faking, but uh, ba baby, baby ambulance, I saw them live. <laughs> they're not. <laughs> they really do baby, have that baby siren. siren. Baby siren. Couldn't think of it. <laughs> Dude, a baby, baby ambulance is just tiny. They're, they are real, and they're <laughs> not great. They're not great. Not, not to be proud of, Doc. They're trying to get off on the... Uh, <laughs> wait, a, wait a minute. I know it's Friday. Success of Baby Siren. Let's talk about Andy Claus. It's coming in time with originally aired on They had a lot of the... Uh, <laughs> a lot of the Bloomin' Onion sauce was... Uh, <laughs> 
dude, this whole this whole opening is going on the best of, isn't it? I mean, we're locked and loaded today. Water. Oof. Son of a. <laughs> scared me. Why did you scream? I don't know. Nothing I here. I can... saw something out of the corner of my eye. Nothing here can hurt you. I but I did. I thought it might be hitting me in the head. <laughs> nothing. Nothing I here can hurt now you. Now it was. I didn't have to. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we had that scream on tape, right? Guys, like that's really, good. Thank we're, goodness. Guys, recording around the water cooler. <laughs> Not a great idea, like aesthetically. <laughs> no. But it's been great. I've loved it. You think it's, it's been a lot stay? of fun? I I just. Originally aired on December 10th, Boy, 2011. We can cut that out, right? No, oh, that's staying in. That scream will live in infamy. We're never finishing, Brian. Just, just. I don't know how to cut anymore. <laughs> Sorry, lost the computer. Bro, are you, you going to try to edit the scream with one of your screams, Trace? Are you yes. going to? Okay. Do a dubstep. <laughs> Go on the TikTok. He said, huh? <laughs> that's what Panda uh, did. December 10th, 2011. I want to something like this. The movie kicks off in the North Pole where we meet Annie, who is Santa's daughter. Annie is going on sabbatical, and it's going to be her first trip away from the North Pole. She needs to experience the world to make sure that she really wants to stay at the North Pole, to make sure it's really the thing that she is passionate about in life. She throws a dart at the globe where all good decisions are made, and she decides she's going to go on sabbatical in Los Angeles. Thank God it was a big city. Thank goodness. Can you imagine? Lyman, Lyman, South Carolina. <laughs> uh, she's going to stay at the Candy Cane Lane because, you know, why The Candy not? Cane Lane. Uh, we find out that there's this dude named Chester who works at the North Pole. He's technically next in line with uh, to be Santa if Annie doesn't want to become Santa when Santa retires. Are you tracking with that? Yes. yes. If Annie's out, Chester's in. And he's constantly like, Annie, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> so, Chester finds this guy named Dean to uh, find her and make her fall in love with him and keep her in Los Angeles forever. Uh, so what you're saying is, is Dean, she's been hit by a smooth criminal? Oh, boy. <laughs> um, so uh, so uh, she, we also meet Ted. Ted runs a toy store. Toy store is struggling. Annie sees a flyer for that store, goes to check it out, and it's just a sad state of affairs there. So she decides, I'm going to dress it up. I'm going to make it look awesome. I'm going to put the Xbox 360s where people can see them. So she starts fixing it up. Ted's like, wow, I uh, want to stick around forever even though I can't pay you and she's like i'm in um she uh keeps uh, the store traffic uh up it's, it's been improving around the holiday season and it's all happening because she's decorating for christmas that's all it takes boys just a little christmas cheer uh she keeps bumping into dean and he keeps laying it on thick and he loves uh, saying that he loves orphans and stuff Ted's not buying any of it. Uh, Dean ends up uh, taking Annie on a date to see the Nutcracker and then out to dinner afterwards. Uh, and then that night, they're walking down the street. Dean sees one of his commercials on TV. Dean's an actor. He says that he's a lawyer. He's not. Um, and to kind of keep the charade uh, going. Oh, boy. Bless you. To keep the charade going that he is indeed a lawyer and not an actor, he uh, moves her so she can't see the TV and kisses her big ones. Big ones. Big ones. Big ones. The first of many kisses. Um, and uh, Ted suspects that Dean's a liar. 
and doesn't actually help orphans at all. So he offers to throw a big party for the orphans at the toy store. So Dean's out scrambling, trying to find orphans, uh, while Ted is putting the moves on Annie and taking her ice skating. Dean tells Annie that uh, he loves her, wants her to stay in California, and she says, I'd love that. Ted sees the commercial on TV that Dean is in, and he's like, I knew that guy was a liar. They had the big orphan party, and Dean was able to make it all happen, but then this lady from the orphanage shows up, and Annie's like, hey, uh, you should go thank Dean. Dean made this all happen, and she's like, who's Dean? And she's like, you know Dean from the orphanage? And she's like, I don't know who that guy is at all. And then it so you're related to Santa Dean? It, oh, boy. Uh, it occurs to Annie, it, something might be a muck here. So she goes to find Dean, and he uh, hears her Here's him on the phone talking to Chester, asking for the money. She freaks out. She goes back to the North Pole. She says, I'm not leaving ever again. But that's when Santa says, hey, what do you think about Ted? Luckily, Santa has bugged everyone's house Mm. and is able to tune in to Ted's conversation where Ted is telling uh, his friends how much he loves Annie. So Annie goes back finds Ted, says, hey, I love you. Also, my dad is Santa. Also, do you want to come back to the North Pole with me and we can live there forever? And he's like, YOLO. They kiss. And that, my friends, was Annie Claus. Annie Claus is coming to town, town, right? That's the full. No, Annie Claus is it. Really? It's just Annie Claus. Claus. So what IMDb says. Or maybe it is Annie Claus is coming to town. Or the DVD cover. The DVD cover. Annie Claus is coming to town then. Annie Claus is coming to town. Annie Claus is coming to town. Annie Claus is coming to town. We did it. We did it, everybody. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. We'll break this movie down with our four segments here on Deck the Hallmark. I'm very excited, boys, to bring this movie down, this classic from 2011 that you can only see nowadays on Hallmark Drama because of some things on this movie that didn't age well. That's right. Or, or on Philo. You can see it on Philo. Yeah, yeah. On Philo. Um, no, or, no, no commercials. No commercials. Just Philo. On Philo. Great. Um, boys, you want to bring this down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I would love take. to. Let's share exactly how we felt about this movie. I'm going to start with my good friend Panda. Panda, what do you think, pal? So here's – this movie's interesting to me uh, for a couple of reasons, for a Hallmark movie. First of all, it's clearly a ripoff of Elf. Like, clearly. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> this movie entirely hinges – the success of this movie is going to entirely hinge upon the sincerity and the believability of Annie. Like, if she can sell – the idea that she is, in fact, the daughter of Santa Claus and has this happy-go-lucky sincerity, uh, th- this believability about her, then the movie will work. And in this case, it does. Like, I really do think that she Woo! does a good job of selling it. I bought her. At first, I was not in on this movie, but as it went on, I really enjoyed it. I I, I, I liked it overall. Um there's a lot that doesn't age particularly well in this movie. Um, it is a blatant ripoff of Elf. And so as a result, it's a little tough to to get through that. Um, but overall, um, yeah, the, the performances are 
uh, for the most part, pretty charming. I like Dean as the bad guy. He's a riot and sleazy enough. He, You're talking about Maria Thayer as the lead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's, she's wonderful. Yes. She's, she's great in this. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think that this movie for me is a like overall. Um, and it was fun. Like it's a, it's just a fun Hallmark uh, movie. And I, I can also see, let me say this. I can also see why Hallmark has stepped away from doing the full Santa bit because I like, I like, I like when they bring in a little bit of Santa. I'm not sure I would want this very often where they have like the whole, but you need it occasionally, right? Like you need this crazy magic Thing yeah, occasionally. Gone, I think they've gone in the other direction. I wouldn't want more than maybe one of like these a year. Snowden Christmas, Bethany Joy Lynn's Andrew Walker. That's full on crazy new new Santa, and it is better than anything I've seen on a Hallmark Channel. It's so good. Then I, what I would say is that you need to do more. I, I think there's a there's a fine line of what you should be able to introduce yeah. into these. Yeah, I think it, at times if you do all of them like that, then it just becomes a mess. I wouldn't want more than one a year. Oh, a couple. But I'll, I'll, bring, I'll, I'll lean on Brand here. Well, I think that this, the genre of this is different than Snowden. Like, Snowden is wacky Santa, but it's also based around two characters that aren't, that aren't. magical. Correct. Where in this movie, it's all magic all the time. It's like North Pole. Like, yes, it's like North Pole. And I, again, I'm all in on like that. Like, this movie works for me because I freaking love stuff like this. Like, yeah. I love... The, the silliness and the goofiness and the wackiness and just the magical uh, world that they created here. I thought Annie was wonderful. Um, and I like Sam Page. Godwin's unfortunate, but Sam's great. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't do a ton of them. He just kind of does one every uh, a couple of years or so. Um, and so I like him a lot. And overall, just love the, the magic. I, um, I understand why Hallmark moved away from movies that are this over-the-top magic. If you have... 40 movies that are relatively uniform and you throw in a movie like this that is just full-blown magic, it's just weird. I don't yeah. know how well it plays. But back in 2011 where it was just a mixed bag of Christmas movies, uh, it kind of works. I, I either think you need to do like It doesn't a adhere to the formula at yeah, all. Yeah, I think you need to do either a handful of these or don't do them at all. Like I like Snowden still works. Oh yeah. The movies with the movies where it's just Santa doing some magical stuff to interfere in normal people's lives is different than a movie like this. Uh, but in, in 2011, sense. they were doing what? Maybe ten of these. But a I mean, year? she many? the they were doing yeah maybe a dozen at max. Yeah, the, but the lead kisses the bad guy. Five times in this movie. Yeah, a lot. Like, it is it is absurd. Like, it doesn't play by the rules of what we get nowadays, for sure. I'm torn on this movie because on one hand, it is bonkers, new, new, crazy. And on the other hand, it's terrible. Uh, and, and so I don't know whether to reward it for being bonkers or whether to say, yeah, this was really bad. Um, it, it is like Elf in the fish out of water in big city from the North Pole sense. But... The idea of a of like a no, Santa Claus rumspringa, which is what this is. This is like when the Amish send the teens out to see if they'll come back or not, because that's what's going on here. They send out the next lineage of Santa to investigate the world for herself, and she can decide whether or not she wants to be a normie or wants to go back to the North Pole. That's weird. This version of Santa Claus 
is omniscient and I think omnipotent as well, which is terrifying. It's a terrifying vision of Santa Claus where he knows everything and can go anywhere at the snap of a finger. And it's, and he can watch anyone in their bedroom, in their living room. It's very, very scary stuff. It is a scary, the Santa Claus in this movie is a very serious Santa Claus and he's spying on people. He's basically a voyeur and it's very terrifying. Um, I do like Maria Thayer in the movie. I think she's a ton of fun. I like her a lot, but the movie is not my, it's my, the blend of scary crazy that doesn't really work for me uh and i just wasn't a fan and i by the end i i thought it should have been over miles ago so not for vivian me. a fox vivica a fox yeah she shows up in this movie she's great in everything she's in she's in it and and we you know there's there that. was a uh, 14 in 2011 plus one animated special whoa An okay all right special. so i said a dozen i was close yeah, yeah. And it was also the same year as uh, Trading Christmas, which we've already done. Oh, yeah. yeah. Two from 11. Two from 11. Um, it just makes you realize how many of these we haven't seen. It's we've shocking. done hundreds of these, and we've only done two from the year 2011. It's boy, true. oh, boy. It's true. Uh, it's time for the uh, All the Feels part of the okay. show, where we share how uh, feels that we had. Panda. Yeah, I, uh, I, I wouldn't say I got any... Feels particularly, um, yeah, I wouldn't say any feels for me. Uh, There's nothing that necessarily, I didn't think that even the sweet moments were necessarily like sweet enough to evoke any sort of emotion. The the whole movie, I think, just was kind of charming in some level. Like, I I think that's maybe the best way of describing it. It's just a very uh, charming uh, movie overall. I I thought the scene where she uh, pulls the bully aside and kind of, uh, it scares her is a, is a fun scene overall, but I wouldn't necessarily say anything. I didn't feel like the moments that were like kissing or where she even got hurt were, were particularly like evocative or anything like that. Yeah. I it just, I, I didn't feel that. So I, you know, it was just, it's a charming movie. Yeah. I think um, the scene where uh, she decorates his store without him knowing, and he shows up and they're watching from across the street just to see the reaction. Like she doesn't want the credit. She doesn't want to run over there and say, look what I did for you. She just wants to watch him. Like as somebody who like, I, I love Christmas decorations and I love going around and seeing different people's Christmas displays and stuff like that. Uh, it brings me joy. And so uh, I can imagine, you know, I haven't been able to do that crazy display that you see on the TVs, but one day maybe I will. And it will be fun to just see people's reaction to that. So I liked her as a, a Christmas lover, just watching someone's joy from seeing Christmas come to life for somebody who hasn't had that for a long time. That scene was good, but it also was the most reminiscent of Elf of any sure. scene for me. Yes. Like that and her walking down the street saying Merry Christmas to everyone, yep. which he doesn't actually do in, in Elf, but it's similar. But the decoration scene was the one that w- worked, but it also reminded me like it was like a straight up rip of elf and i was just kind of like okay well they did it again that's all i had i don't have anything else okay let's take a quick break we'll get the white what's here on deck the hallmark welcome back everybody we're talking about annie claus is coming to town from 2011 and we're talking about those wait what's i'm going to start with my friend panda panda i don't have a ton of them nothing really serious uh just a few first of all 
when she throws the dart and it hits Los Angeles, they all go over with a magnifying glass <laughs> to look at it. And I, like you don't need it. Don't, we we all, all can read it. Need, we can all read it, guys. You don't. She. Need it. Um, this one, I think we ended up solving as we talked it out, but I'm still going to submit to you. It's not a smart idea to be stacking Wii boxes or Xboxes on top of one another like she does in the displays. Yeah. But it's possible it was just a, empty an boxes. empty box. Yeah, it's yeah. an empty box sitch. It's a, hey, hey, I want this. They put this yeah. stuff yeah. in the box. And they take the box away when so they know how many is left. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm, there. I'm there for it. So um, the final thing is they talk about he at one point uh ted is dressed up as santa claus and he's interacting with all the kids and they say he is a great santa claus and i would submit to you that he is not a great santa claus first of all he does not look the part in any capacity he's not even a good santa claus no he's not even a good santa claus he's he he doesn't even try to really do much of a voice for santa his ho 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 is weak uh so no, not a good Santa, no, Ted. No, bad Santa. Bad Santa, Ted. Bad Santa. Get out of here, Ted, with your Santa foolery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, was that it? Yeah. I have a, a few. Uh, when she first gets to L.A., they hail a taxi, and there's a guy who helps <laughs> put the bags into the taxi, and then she says Merry Christmas, gives him a hug. And as she's giving him a hug, he goes, hmm. And I just, that you're weird. You're a weird guy. <laughs> You're weird uh, to, to do that. <laughs> weird. Um, they uh, she gets to the candy cane in and uh, they're being uh, they're showing her to her room and they say, here we are. We're here at room six. Give her the keys. And somehow room six is right next to room one. It's a weird system. It's the candy cane system. It's the candy cane dot system. I don't understand <laughs> yeah. how the rooms are. Numbered, uh, but I was confused by that. Um, now, guys, Dean, my man, uh, <laughs> you're you are uh, you're fun in this movie, but this is a line you should have pushed back against. Yes, because it's it's a very bad, very bad line. He goes into an orphanage and says, "I need some orphans." Because he has to, yeah. He has to give an orphan, do an orphan party that impressed a girl. And he says, the dirtier and skinnier, the better. That's just not okay. Nothing about that is all right. I I can't believe it was in a Hallmark movie. I can't, I can't, even for the bad guy. I just can't. It's not even, it's not even. Close to funny. No, it's just awful. Yeah, it's. I not, cannot believe. And, and the woman says, "I'm going to call the police afterwards," and it still doesn't negate the sting of what that is. Like that was real bad, real bad. Yeah, I was relatively uh, uncomfortable with the whole orphan bit. Yes, but that like brought it. Yeah, over the edge. Yeah. That was a, a not not a great look and a awful line that should be cut out forever. Um, and last but not least. Um, my guy Ted is wa- watching TV, and um, Dean's commercial comes on. Now at, they show the TV, and at the <laughs> very beginning of Dean's commercial, you see a little play button appears, <laughs> as if someone from off screen pressed play on the DVD that held that commercial that they're oh, playing it off of. It could have been a DVR. He, Either way, it's bad. He paused the old DVR. Yeah, he paused the old DVR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could Not have been, good. Could have been one of those things. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, I got a bunch. Um, there's a mention of a store in this movie 
where the first 40, I'm going to make sure you get this right. The first 40 people in line must be like a Black Friday deal. Yeah, it was Black Friday. Get a flat screen TV for a dollar. What are you I doing? Checking the comments. A flat screen TV for a dollar. Now, that is unheard of in 2021. But in 2011, how much was a 46 inch, not a big boy, a 46 inch Samsung flagship flat screen LED TV? Oh, it was probably $2,500. $2,700. So you mean to tell me there's a store out there giving away, let's say $2,000. They're taking an $80,000 bath on a Black Friday deal? No. No, I want to be at that store. I'll t- I will be in line for that. That's absurd. I've never heard of that as a Black Friday deal. That's crazy. <laughs> Just want to be clear. Vivica a. Fox runs the Candy Cane Lane, which has the port number systems, but also meets Annie. She says her name is Annie Claus. No ID, no nothing. Rents her room, and then the next night has her into her house, and then the next night has her into her bedroom. Two yeah. days after meeting No ID Annie Claus, Vivica A. Fox has her into her own bedroom just to talk. That's crazy. So you're saying that we shouldn't be friends with people that ID stand? I'm saying that. Like, listen, just be a good friend. Invite people on your I'm own. saying. Be a good friend, Dan. Two days in, you're having a stranger into your bedroom. Absolutely. Really? Let's do it. Can I pick somebody? You've met him two days. You, you have to be, no, you have to go you're not a good judge of and have a heart. You go ahead and right. you judge but you can't character. meet him. You have to just eyeball him I gotta, I and to pick somebody. And then you have to go into your bedroom with that person, sit on the bed with them, and have a heart-to-heart conversation. I love it. I have all my best conversations on the foot of my bed. Kids have to be home. Sure. <laughs> you're standing by it. Standing by it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you Panda pushed him over the ledge and was like, who did that? I don't know <laughs> I don't why know. you would ever. That's stupid. Just, that was. Yeah. That's dumb. <laughs> Friends are friends forever. If what? Lord's the Lord of this. That's exactly right, that's right. man. Yeah. And a friend won't say never. Just sitting on my bed. That's right. Mm. <laughs> Just sitting on, on my, my bed. Uh, <laughs> no, so much there. Um, this movie, a lot of it is filmed in a church. And. That would be fine if it was a movie about church. It isn't. Uh, it would also be fine if they said they were in church. They don't. Instead, the school play is in a sanctuary, and this is a school play, mind you, with the cross up there by the where the pulpit As you used to be. In a public school, mm-hmm. yeah, public school that has a Christmas pageant where for a while they play Silent Night about the birth of Jesus. <laughs> And all of the characters from the nativity scene come out aside from the manger. And instead Santa and his sack come out right in the middle of it. And then, then they bring the manger out and Santa, like there's a drummer boy that everybody's and Santa's like singing to Jesus. It's a weird one. It shows you that even Santa bows. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Even Santa, Santa, but he doesn't in the movie, which is weird. Um, Amen. Um, But if that's not bad enough, Dean has acting classes in what's clearly the youth group room (laughs) because (laughs) in this room, there is a giant spray painted Jesus behind him. Like he's in an acting class and behind him, the whole wall is spray painted. Just the word Jesus. I don't, I just don't know what's happening in this movie. Could we not find any other set to do a public school Christmas pageant 
and an acting class aside from a local church. Well, I'm sure some acting classes meet in churches in LA, right? I I guess it could could happen, but it just seemed very, very weird. And, and I guarantee you some of the other scenes were in churches too. Like the seat where he comes into the orphanage, that was in a church. I guarantee that was like the lobby. Like they probably just used a church to film the movie sure. because the movie was made for a dollar. Like it was like a flat screen TV situation. <laughs> um, she manages, she says, to get a blurb in the newspaper. No, he does. He says, I got a blurb in the newspaper. Yep. It's a, only a blurb, but it's a massive distribution. And when he says blurb, he means a color photo on the front page. Color photo on the front page, not a blurb. Yeah. You did really well for yourself. Congratulations. And then lastly, Dean is on the phone with Chester. We got on the front page a blurb of... Um they did a distribution out in Greer. Remember that? Oh, that was fun. We got that was a, that was a massive picture. That we were like front story. It <laughs> was a big picture. Yeah, we were we were big time. The free paper. Yeah, that got um, thrown on people's yards. D, D, yeah, that's the good stuff. That's where you get the that's big distribution. Big though. distribution. Uh, Dean is upset because he's supposed to get paid for trying to woo her, and he's mad they're going to mail him a check. He is. That's where he draws the line. Right. Like he'll do insurance commercials with a check in his hand. He doesn't want a check mailed to him. I don't know why that's a problem. That's weird. And lastly, the end of the big reveal of this movie is, is they're all sitting there and Santa comes down the chimney in the house, which if they're in the hotel, how is there a chimney? If they're not in the hotel, why is Vivica A. Fox taking this girl to her home, which is not at the hotel? Fine, whatever. Santa comes down the chimney. Then Annie comes down the chimney. Santa's it there. House? Say what? Was it Ted's house? Maybe it was Ted's house. Maybe we'll invited him over for it was a Ted talk. And, and 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 Santa is talking to the little girl, Vivica Fox's daughter. And then they're all like, "Oh my gosh, Santa's real!" And then they're like, "Can't tell anybody." And then he's like, "I'm going to leave Annie here with you because Annie and Ted need to talk." And then he looks at the little girl and he says, "It's Christmas Eve night, by the way." Night, yes. He looks at the little girl and he says, "I'll be back with your toys." Why not just? Why not? You got the sack with you. Just give her the toys. Give her the toys and save yourself a trip. This is Christmas tradition. It comes after the kids go to sleep. Oh, my gosh. But the tradition's ruined if the whole family sees Santa awake. Yes. Yes. Dan, you couldn't know anything about Santa if you tried because you're a monster with a heart of dog. Doo-doo. Nailed it. Still doesn't make any sense. I kept going. I didn't know where it I was It doesn't make any sense. It needs to take two trips to this 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 house. Uh, and I, that's all I got. That was mean. The, that was mean. The, the the it's not like the sleigh. The sleigh is good for the environment. You call my heart dog duty. Yeah. And, and you would let a stranger come sit on your bed after knowing them for two days. Yeah, I wouldn't let you come. <laughs> I know good character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. You do. Yeah. <laughs> um. It's time for what the hallmark. It's where we wonder what could have been, maybe happened. Give some clarity to the questions that we still have. I'm gonna start my good friend Panda. Panda, uh, the taxi driver. I need to go back. I, yeah, 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 yeah. I am. Some days I feel it, and other days I'm just not. It's the yeah. air conditioning. It's helping a ton. It really right now. does help. I'm yeah. telling you. I've been thinking all afternoon about how we can rearrange our entire. Yeah. Room. Oh my gosh, it feels. It feels like a million bucks it feels over here. So good. I mean, I, I can't even tell you thoughts. I gotta sketch them down later. Okay. In my, in my journal. <laughs> So I want to know about the taxi driver and who hurt him. Uh, because yeah. he is, he says, well, I, I mean, I laughed out loud. He, she comes at the very end. She's clearly distraught and heartbroken yeah. over Dean. And Annie climbs into uh, the taxi and the taxi driver just calmly looks over at her and he goes, so how was your time in Los Angeles? And then just smiles creepily. Smiles creepily and drives, and drives off. And I got to be honest with you, A, 
Well done, sir. Yeah. That is cold blooded. Yeah. And uh, second of all, just why are you this way? I want to know more about your story, man, because you are. Uh, she also like when she first met him, he was very cranky. And what are the her. odds that the same cab driver picks you up at LAX and takes you back to LAX a, weeks later? I don't know. That's astronomical. Yeah, that's unreal. That's crazy. That's not poker game from no. what calls the heart unreal, but still. But it's up there. Yeah, it's unreal. Guys, I want to talk about the 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 arrangement that Dean and Chester had. Oh, that's yeah, a huge one for mine. I have two questions about this arrangement. One, how much does Dean know? How much did Chester explain to him? Yeah, because he seems did totally he cold, cool with this. Did he cold call Dean and say, don't hang up? <laughs> it's me, Chester, from the, from the North, North Pole. Pole. I'm Santa's assistant. I'm sending That's right. Santa's daughter down, and you have to get her to fall in love with you so that I can take Santa's job, and Dean's okay with that. I don't know how much Dean knows. Dean, I don't, I don't think I ever hear him talking to Chester and being like, she's not going back to be Santa. Like, so, I don't know. He just wants his money. But two, how long? Is this a is this a till death do us part arrangement? Does he have to get Annie to marry him? No, just past yeah. Christmas Eve. So just past Christmas yeah. Eve. So you're telling me that she if has Annie, to decide by Christmas. Yeah. Annie, the why? Because they say it. They say it numerous times. It's she has yes. magic. But why? Santa's not done yet. Santa's last year. They say yes. it's Santa's last but, year. But my question is, you're telling me that Chester, who has no claws, blood. So. You're we're we're all into mine too. We can do this all at once. It, I don't I don't understand how Chester convinced Dean without unless he just didn't mention the North Pole thing. He just said, "I'll pay you to do this," and it's just we're all normal Americans. Um, but then we have the lineage of Santa and how that works because they make it clear that the current Santa Claus, yes. he used to be. Calvin. Calvin Claus. Calvin Claus. His name was Calvin Claus, but he wasn't Santa. He was not Santa. He was just, he happened to live in the North Pole and be named Claus, but not be Santa. And then he got the gig through a hereditary pass down. That's how he got it. But he was Calvin Claus. He was, so he was somehow related to the Santa before him. Yeah. Just not a, uh, like a son or a daughter. But somehow, right? yes, but so the Claus family has had this for what appears to be forever. But what's Chester's last name? It's not Claus. If he gets the job, is he just Santa Chester? Like, what is his? No, I think you adopt the name. Like, Claus is almost like a nomenclature. But but remember, according to what Brand just said, this guy's name was Calvin Claus before he was Santa Claus. And they make it clear that they pass it down based upon lineage. So everyone that's had the job has been named Claus beforehand. It's not been nomenclature. This well, is maybe, my problem because I think that the um, uh, Anna Kendrick movie. Uh, Noel. Noel did it right. I think Noel, North Pole, Santa, they would have a board, right? Yes. If Annie ever came back. And they weren't pleased with Chester. They would figure out a way yes, to yes. get Annie back into yeah. her rightful place. This is not this is not a full my guy, my guy Chester, when he's looking through Santa's snow globe, which he does with or when he's looking yeah. at watching the TV and sees what uh Ted like Ted actually loves her. Yeah. Like that's the Yeah. That's the home run there. Like <laughs> Audible, uh, like 
Do an audible, man. Like Omaha, content. Omaha. Yeah. Like just let's see what happens with Teddy. Yeah, Teddy Ballgame. I don't know, man. It just seemed like a big risk for old yeah. Dean. Well, and then he gets exiled. We don't that's know my, so that's my last one. Yeah, okay. They just say Chester got exiled. Heck does that mean? They can just exile people from the North Pole? Santa Claus can just say, you're banished from the kingdom? Is that how much power Santa has? He can look anywhere in the world through his flat screen snow globe, and he can just kick people out of the North Pole with one, with one wave of the sack? <laughs> and then are you banished forever with the naughty apron? Because it says naughty. On He's it. just work doing dishes down in down in California and with the naughty on it. Why does he think that he? Why does he want to hang out with Dean? Why does Dean want to hang out with him? That's a great question. I, I, do, this you movie is. That, do you think that this is how it happened up with the devil? <laughs> yeah, the devil was up to some shenanigans. Trying to ship like Eve off yeah. with a different. Yeah. And God sent him down to wash dishes. Yeah, you know, an ancient devil hockey stick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's deep, I don't man. Know. I'm just—it's Friday. I'm going to give you a break. Yeah, they're just throwing that out there. Uh, speaking of throwing it out there, it is time for the double decker of the week. <laughs> it is uh, where we uh, share uh, the deep dive that smoothly has done. shifts. The deep dive that Panda has done on um, one of our double deckers have signed up for Brainwave Gen Plus. Thank you so much for your support. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a long time and have not been able to support us yet, um, that's okay. Even a comment on uh, Apple Podcasts goes a long ways, but not nearly as much. But how do you get your name read? How do you get your name read here on a double decker? You got to be at the deck of homework, the homework plus tier. Exactly right. That's right. Uh, We have Taylor Spratt. Yeah. Taylor Spratt. Oh, Taylor Spratt. Oh boy. Yeah, and, and that's exactly when I when I googled uh-huh. plus it, uh, that's exactly my reaction oh, as well. Boy. Oh boy. Uh, but I'm here for it. I, I it took me a little bit to get on board, but now I'm on board. Right. Uh, Taylor, huge Furby fan. Okay. Right. Uh, who she, who yeah. Wasn't. Who wouldn't be? Uh, one of the largest collections in the world of Furbies. Okay. Uh, also runs FurbyFanfic.com. So. They write fan fiction based off of Furby. Yes. They just write, does Taylor write it or kind of collects it from other people that have submitted it? Well, it's her and a group of three other friends just all writing together. They they have the largest collection of Furby fanfic in the world. Wow. It's really good stuff. You have the latest. You want to read (laughs) us a little bit? Yeah. You, do you want to read it? No, you read it. You You, you read it, Pan. I want Pan to read it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. right. I'll do it. Okay. What's this one called? Uh, this one's called uh, Furby. Just Fur- Furby finds a friend. Just look on your phone. Yeah, Furby, yeah, Furby, Furby finds a friend. Furby finds a friend. Yeah, weird. no, it's well, weird. I don't have to look. I'm just right there. Thanks. Uh, Furby looked deeply into the eyes of another Furby, and he said, "Hey, I like your eyes." Wait, Furbies don't have other names. They're all just called. Yeah, Furby. Now that no, was something no, I learned. Furbies have names. No, they don't. Yes, they do. Furby 1, Furby 2. They go by numbers, I guess, right? You Furbies have names like Beanie Babies, right? No. I think they're all just Furby. What? Furbies. Names. Here we go, everybody. I did Furbies. Oh, boy. Here we go. Let's fix that. If Taylor was here, she could tell us right off the bat. Well, it seems by by the story you're reading that you are correct. Yeah. Yeah. Furby said to the other Furby... You couldn't name them for the story. Whoever wrote this, I mean, come on, be better. I you wouldn't need to. It's fanfic, Dan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, listen. I don't. Yes, Furbies have different names. Yeah. But the names are random, and they are given to them when they when they start up for the first time. Start up, and it says its name. 
So you don't know the name at first. But they do have names. So it is possible that they have yet to come to life. To come, to come to life. life. Even though they're so looking at each other. This is almost like a spiritual Furby. This is like an origin, it's an origin an story. It's an origin story yes. of yeah. spiritual Furby. <laughs> <laughs> right. there. Saw them live. Spiritual <laughs> Furby? Did you so really? good. Cornerstone 97. <laughs> Dude, they weren't even on the main stage. No. They were on the uh, shower stage, stage right over there. That's their best song. Uh, come on, come on, come on down. <laughs> they did an altar call. Come it was on, the end of the, yeah, it's the end of the. Come on, come on, come on down. Yeah, that's it. They were like a twang, yeah. like a bluegrassy kind no, of band. Like yeah. it. it was good. <laughs> come, come on, on down. down. And they would sing that until at least 30 people came to the front. I see that hey, I see those eyes. You are wondering what's going on. Come on down. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. I love it even more at Cornerstone. You know what? It made it difficult when there were only 15 people. In That's the crowd, right. But they would right. keep. They would keep doing it. That's right. I don't know. So great. Um. Okay. So. So. Uh, <laughs> Merry yeah. Christmas, Merry everybody. Christmas, everybody. <laughs> the Hallmark is a Bramble Jam podcast recorded live, and yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina, is produced by Brandon Gray. Set decor by Plum Haywood Mall. For more information on all Bramble Jam podcasts, you can go to bramblejampodcast.com. For more information on how to listen to Deck the Hallmark ad-free, you can go to bramblejamplus.com.